Disclaimer. This podcast is recommended for 18 plus listeners. We discuss spicy books and taboo topics. Please always check the trigger warnings of books before listening. As we discuss the books in depth, there will be spoilers. The following podcast is formed from our experience and opinions. You made me feel like a goddess. Welcome to the latest episode of the Book Boyfriend Society, where we discuss a spicy book each week, the alpha hole of said book, as well as all things of the smart variety. We are your hosts, V and Haley. Buckle up because things are about to get spicy. Cover me in emeralds, baby. Treat me like your queen. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Book Boyfriend Society. Hi, V. It is a pleasure to be with here with you, Haley. An absolute pleasure to be with you, V. Now, as always, I need to know what have you been reading? Well, I've been getting into a series that you've been talking about for a very long mm-hmm. time, which is the Twisted series by Anna Huang. I love. Yeah, so I'm sort of. At the moment, I've read Twisted Love, Twisted Game, Twisted Hate, and I'm just about to jump into Twisted Lies. Do you have a favourite so far? No. 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 No, which is once again really surprising. It's really surprising. I love all the guys in it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've been pleasantly surprised that, because they're a little bit younger, these guys. Um, I like them all. I mean, what's not to like? I know, but... Yeah, and I can't wait to uh, read Christian and Stella's book. Yes. Because I think I really like him too. Look, he, I think for a lot of people, is the favourite. Mm-hmm. I think it usually goes between Reese and Christian, mm-hmm. whereas for me, it's Reese and Alex. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Oh, yeah, look, no that's question. The thing. If you put them, you go, Alex, okay, yeah, fantastic, wonderful, ticks all those boxes, yeah. slightly psycho. Yeah, yeah, I can handle that. The way he is with... Do you know what let him down? The only thing that let him down, if someone sang to me, I think I'd be sick. Yes. I just could not stomach that. Like, when someone gets a guitar out, and this is coming from someone who sings. Yeah, you're a singer. So, and then, so this is <laughs> terrible. This is so terrible. But I feel like if I was at a party and someone's like, hey, get up and sing, I don't want to do it. It's, it's like the worst thing you could ask me to do. So when someone's like, just gets their guitar out and they start like strumming and <laughs> like they start singing and I'm just like, oh my God, the secondhand embarrassment. I don't know why. <laughs> so when he did that, I was like, what are you doing? It is a bit cringy and it's quite a leap from where he, who his character yes. is that you kind of go, like, he has had a major personality change. Yeah. And you see him subsequently down the track. No, no, he's still an asshole. Yeah. All is right with the world. Yes, he yeah, he's still a grumpy fuck. <laughs> so yeah, like I liked Alex. I love Reese because I think he was a bit older and he was yes. not giving Bridget an inch. No, oh stop! I'm just like fanning myself here. Yeah, just at the reminders of it. To be honest, he was yeah, he's great. And then you see Josh and um, yeah. Jules, that pure explosive and the banter. Like he's just. Very quick. Oh, yeah. Very quick on the mark. Very, the banter was great. Enemies to lovers. Who doesn't love it? Oh, perfect. Yeah, so that's what I've been reading and enjoying. And how about you? Uh, who have you been reading? I, at the recording of this episode, mm-hmm. so the book that I am obsessed with this week is Destroy Me by Michelle Hurd. Michelle Hurd graces us with another Mafia series, and it started with a bang. 
Not only was I obsessed with it, because she writes pure perfection anyway when yeah. it comes to Mafia. But also, so the characters were great. We're back to the Academy. Oh, yeah. So we're back to that Academy. So I love that. That Some of my favorite of her books, you know, revolve around that Academy itself. But also the side characters. I was enthralled to the point where I'm like reading the book like, oh, gosh, I need to check when their books. Yeah. Like, surely they've got a book. Age Gap. Professor. Oh, like enemies to like it was just giving angst it's all i can think about i actually looked up and i think the next book is february release oh so not too far not too far um and yeah it's all i can think about amazing five star i love i love it when the authors just bring out the the books and you just go yep it's great as always you just know yeah you're just safe in the knowledge that the book's going to be amazing so i'm a very happy girl that's so good. Well, hmm. What else is good is the topic we're going to be talking about today. I am beside myself with today's topic because I feel like I'm just in my... Well, we're talking about... We almost need a cheers for this. <sighs> MM romances. MM romances. And I am in my MM era. I feel like <laughs> I... I feel like... Okay, so I think about six months ago, I was reading this series, and I do need to remember this series. But it was, I think it was a college series, romance, enemies to lovers, bit bullyish from what I can remember. Oh. Mm. And the fourth book, there were like eight books. The fourth or fifth book was MM. Yeah. And I didn't really realize, and I just read it, and I was like, this is fantastic. I could not get enough. And then I was like, and now I have to read the entire Kindle Unlimited and then catalog. So <laughs> I've been trailing Kindle Unlimited to the point where they're, they're like my palate cleanser now. You, you, Yeah, I'm so with you there. And I have to say, my top reads for this year are MM. Like the ones I'm looking forward to the most. So um, Mafia Target. Yeah. Mila Finelli. Uh-huh. MM. Here we go. Can't wait. Um, I think it's God of Fury is going to be what it's called. Rena Kent. Mm-hmm. You know, we love a Rena Kent moment, but MM Rena Kent? Oh, off the charts. I, I'm going to be, I'm going to have to take a week off work. <laughs> Sorry, work. I'm a little. <coughs> I'm going to have to check in to like a hotel spa or something just so I can just reread it, get it on Audible, everything. I just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about MM, but I honestly feel like. It is one of my favourite genre books of romance. It really is. I can't agree with you more. I'm the same. Like, I um, started them back in 2020. Mm-hmm. And once again, like, if it wasn't for Kindle, I would not have found them because they're no. not in bookstores no. here. Which is a travesty, by I the way. Mean, actually, I think they are, but you just... Not in mainstream Not bookstores. really. Not that, I, not that I've come across. Yeah. And I, which is a shame because they should be, but I was blown away. And I don't know, like, because I'm going, yeah, two guys, great, or, mm-hmm. you know, love is love, all the rest yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. And you go, but would I actually sit and read a book and read their love story? And I kind of never, never thought about yeah. it before, but I did. And I went, holy moly, what have I been missing? What be- have you been missing? Because love the guys, they're amazing. You kind of get the male perspective. But you get the spice. Yes, you really do. And I think it's not even just the spice for me. It's also, it's the tender moments. 
yeah. that make an MM for me. That just unusually, I do go for, I do prefer the enemies to lovers. I do prefer a bit of that, you know, bully-esque start. And then they just, I just can't. I could talk about it all day. Because it's quite explosive. Oh, yeah. One thing I've noticed about the MM world, they're coming together, and I don't even mean physically, the coming together of the two characters is usually yes. quite explosive. Yes. I mean, some of the ones I read a bit tamer, but I have noticed that it's this massive energy. Yeah. And I'm, I love it so much too. Oh my God. I can't wait to talk about it. I cannot wait to talk about it. Yeah. So who, um, so we, what we're going to do for this episode is just have a, a few different books yeah. and, and authors each that we want to chat about mm-hmm. and just sort of, cause we've got vast diff when we've sorry we've not discussed who we're going no, to be talking no. about bringing up um but you i think you're going to see a bit of a contrast between what we read yeah and um i think this is going to be quite enlightening as well mm-hmm. and goes to show that there is such a broad variety out there as yes. well which yeah. is really important so who would you like to bring up okay it's gonna to have to be like one of not only my favorite mm books but one of my favorite books ever Ooh. ever it was incredible and i just it was so unexpected mm-hmm. how incredible this book was so you know here i thought stepbrother romance right oh so basically long story short you have josh miller who is just a beautiful boy they call him a do-gooder oh well ezra does Ezra is his new stepbrother and they start living together. Ezra has a devastating past. Now, basically his mother is extremely against, you know, the gay society and, and all of that. And so to, but to the extreme where he's gone to facilities that have tried to change that about him. And it's just, it's devastating. It's harrowing to read. Um, and obviously he's dealing with all this trauma and he clearly is still gay and Josh openly, you know, at this point, I wouldn't say that he's shouting it from the rooftops, but he's happy within himself at the moment. And Ezra just keeps just being awful to him and it's his only outlet is to be awful to Josh. And then Josh has like an epileptic episode oh okay which just sends ezra into a 360 he's like how can i be so horrible to this perfect guy who's just the most beautiful soul yeah like what have i been doing for josh it's a little bit too late yeah um but he is he's such a good person it's like they do end up falling in love and it's stunning it's beautiful until you get to a point where there's this massive situation that happens Ezra leaves in the time that he's gone he loses his memories <gasps> mm. oh no it's devastating Haley. it's devastating Josh can't cannot understand where Ezra's gone I mean this is like the love of his life oh what and they're like college years yeah so and there's about a year I think there's about a year where they haven't really seen each other and what makes this even more devastating is Ezra finds Josh on like social media oh, because no. before he lost his memory, he wrote on his arm uh, Miller. Yeah. So he woke up and he's like, "What's this Miller? 
to do with. Yeah. Because he calls Josh Miller, like, by his last name. That's what he calls him. So all this time, he's, like, then getting a little bit obsessed with Josh because he's, like, I clearly know this guy and, mm-hmm. oh, my God, he's so good-looking and he's... Because Ezra's lost a part of himself. He doesn't remember that part of his life. That's intense. And then he basically goes to a party where Josh is and goes, were we, like, is this a thing? Like, I don't remember. And it's just how they basically go on from that. It is incredible. The the love, the tenderness, the patience. Yeah. The patience from both of these, you know, men at this point. It's, just, uh, it's one of the most beautiful books I've ever read. And I think what it did for me is I left this book and I was like, how how are we still letting this... Because I'm sure this still happens. Yeah, I think it does. How can how are we letting people still suffer? And then I looked, you know, really within, like, am I doing enough? You know, as just someone in the community. Yeah. Because I was just like, I... It was harrowing what, what he went through. I was just like, I can only hope that it, what I do is enough. Yeah. You know? And if I saw something that was, wasn't right or whatever, that, of course, I would stand up for it. But again, it just had me questioning, you know, is it enough? And are we still doing enough? Because you kind of think there has been so many leaps and bounds and there's a lot of a lot more acceptance Yeah. Now. But, yeah, the reality is there isn't for everyone. And And I also was just like... Even in a book, it's fiction. I was like, how is this wrong? Yeah. How is their love wrong? I do, it's not wrong. Not at all. It's, it's perfect. It's just, it's so achingly perfect. Yeah. I, I still think about this book. I still reread this book. Oh, that's huge. I mean, it sounds incredible. It is. It's, it's amazing. Oh, I could talk about it all day, so you're going to have to stop me. What's, <laughs> what's, your first, what's your first pick? Well, mine is a little, as I said, our lists are going to be quite... A contrast. Mm-hmm. So this is the first ever, like when we're talking about this topic, yeah. I'm like, okay, because I've read quite a few and I'm going, okay, what are the ones that kind of changed or affected me? Not in ways that, yes, but quite in a profound way that yours has. Mine is just in the, I just love this shit. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so the first book I ever read that's an MM novel, was Lauren Blakely's A Guy Walked Into My Bar. And it was actually the first MM that she had written because oh. she is normally male-female, contemporary yep. novelist and, or author. And I went, I love it so much, I need some more. So this one's about Dean and Fitz. So Dean lives in London, he's a bar owner. Yeah. And... Um, very happy and comfortable in his sexuality in a way looking for a romance but not um and then Fitz is an ice hockey player from America over in London and they kind of a guy walks into a bar that's that is the story that's the punchline and you know there's attraction Mm -hmm. just and the hockey player's straight no. At this point. No, oh, no. He's, okay, he's okay. Gay and he's all for it. Right. And it is that sort of like, do we just have a hookup? Do mm-hmm. we... But actually, there's a lot more here. Yeah. And you live in America. I live in the UK. Yeah. How is this going to work? Yeah. Because this hookup and this fun, I'll show you London and all of this, is so much more. And, yeah, it's quite heartbreaking. But at the same time, it is a lot of fun. And yeah. it was the first one I ever read... 
And I just went, I really like this because you do see a lot more depth. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's the vulnerability of uh, the it, male characters. Right? It's something. It's yeah. that tender, it's tenderness. It's the vulnerability. And I think it's like when you've got, you know, two testosterone, you've got two alpha mm-hmm. males. Perfect. And when they've got a bend <laughs> for each other, I just, there's something in that. Yeah, as a woman, I'm going, I want more yes. of the man. Yeah. I want more of that. And you're getting double. Now, obviously, they're not into women, but it's almost like you're getting this um, view into yes. their world, into their feelings and their emotions that sometimes we don't always get. No. So it was like, I just can't get enough. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So that was such a beautiful introduction for me. Um, by Lauren Blakely and um, yeah I'm so glad that I found it and I wish I had had it when I was younger yes not to be uh, more aware because I kind of thought I was anyway of you know the world but at the same time you just didn't see it as we were talking about it's not in the local bookstores really and yeah I kind of went I like it it should be more accessible oh definitely like i said it's one of my favorite genres that i that i came across it's just yeah it's and it's almost like i'll troll for them <laughs> like okay which one's next because you know and again some are hit and miss True. like the story doesn't you know yeah. it's just not for me or whatever yeah. but i have been lucky enough to find you know a fair few where i'm like yeah this is just perfection yeah nice what else have you got on your list okay so the second one i actually i I only read a few days ago. Um, this is Iced Out by C.E. Ricky, and it's a hockey rivals one. Oh, perfect. Definitely enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. So they were on rival hockey teams. One is definitely gay. The other basically straight. Okay. And what happens is they end up playing on the same team. And they basically have to obviously come together and try and play well together and they just can't they cannot stand each other but hockey players are superstitious Mm -hmm. and they are very competitive so these two are extremely competitive the hate for each other is competitive and it then turns out that they have this bit of a hookup because they're you know pretty much like poking each other in the sense of i bet you can't do this and i bet you can't do that and it ends up into yeah. yeah, very angsty. Ooh. And then it's actually the straight guy that's like, I think because we did that and won the game the next day, we need to keep hooking up. No. Yes. <laughs> and it is just hot, 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 hot. Ooh. Yes. Loved it. Loved the characters. There is, you know, a bit of drama in there. The angst is great. Mm-hmm. The relationship between them is great. I, I loved it. I honestly did. That one sounds pretty hot. Yes, it really was. Oh. <laughs> but isn't it interesting because I've read the – and it's not like he's been turned by the other character. No. It kind of – you when these, when you read the ones where one of the characters is straight and he goes – has this revelation, really. He goes, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what he identifies as. And it's just – I just – I can't get enough. Love it. Okay. Who's your number two? Okay, so I've got a, a mixed bag of lollies here. Because <laughs> you know me, I can never just pick one. So I've got um, – I have got this author up recently, and it's um, Lucy Lennox. 
and she has written the Maid Marian series. Yes. On the brothers, and there's a few of them who are gay. And You have mentioned this to me before. Yeah. yeah. Now, this is not... I mean, the characters are, are lovely. There's intense passion and emotions and things like that. And in multiple, there's multiple books. But um, one underlying theme is acceptance yeah. and inclusion and just it doesn't seem to be a lot of the contrast of, you know how you were talking with the first book? Yes. Like, you know, praying the gay away yeah. and then the programs that are, yeah. you know, even more hideous. Yeah. This is, these are worlds who, like, it's geared around this is how it should be. Yeah. This is how society should look. Acceptance. Yeah. And just love oh, and people love get that. along with it. And, yeah, two men are married and two men are having children. And that is beautiful to read yes. as well because that's yeah. really how it should be. Whereas, you know, with the um, Wrath by Alice James, check your trigger warnings. Yeah. Quite heavily. You know, it's yeah. it's just devastating really i just oh that's why i can't wait to hear about your loving devil one okay so these are um so the first one i guess is lucy lennox's licking thicket oh i could I, I could not <laughs> say that to save myself when i first went i went huh surely not yeah, so the town is called Licking Thicket. Oh, my God. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> and it's kind of like small town, rural USA. Yes. And um, the main characters, because it's a series of books. Yeah. Um, and the main character, he's kind of like the hometown hero, mm-hmm. quarterback. Amazing. Um, he was with this, you know, the cheerleader. Oh. That kind of thing. So straight. Well, everyone thought he was straight. Right, okay. No, everyone assumed he was straight. He thinks he's straight? No, okay. I knew okay. he wasn't. Okay. But, yeah, it was the assumption. Yes. You're playing into, I guess, the stereotype. Yeah, of course. And he's like, you yeah, know, that's not me. He goes away and comes back and um, he is not straight and he meets someone and it's once again this sort of an outside character coming into this small town community. Yeah. And from the outside looking in, you would assume there would be quite, there'd yeah. be a lot of obstruction and a lot of hate. And yeah. No, everyone's more than happy, beautiful. And then the next book, there's more characters coming into town. And it's just, it's really sweet. I will say that. It's hot. Yeah. But it's sweet sweet. and inclusive. And everyone just is like, okay, yeah, they're part of our community. Oh, I love. They're our friends. They're, you know, the local. Of course. The doctor and all of that. So that's what I really enjoyed about these ones. And the Licking Theory... (laughs) The Licking Thicket series (laughs) is by... It's just evil. Yeah, I think that's the whole point. It's by Lucy Lennox and May Archer. Now, Lucy Lennox um, wrote the Maid Marian series and many, many, many other MM books. Yeah. Now, May Archer has written The Whispering Key. Now, this uh, series of books, now, these are set off Florida Keys. Okay. So, at the very end of Florida, where they're all linked by um, bridges. Okay. So I've never been there. So even just that was such a fascinating, yeah. like, a little side bit because I'd never read a book set in the oh, south wow. of Florida like yeah. that. So this was, like, a little bit of a treat. And um, once again, it's, like, at a crumbling holiday resort. Mm-hmm. You get sort of the new guy in town who um, 
he's gay, he's the doctor, and he meets sort of the guy, the handyman guy at the resort. Amazing. And who's like from the main family of the of the island. And yeah, they have a hot and heavy moment on the sand, on the beach, and yeah, like once again, no one gives a toss. Yeah. Who's with who? Like yeah. it's not a thing. It's no. not this, oh, two men together. Oh no. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's a few books in there, Off Plan, On the Run and Off Key. Um, yeah, lots of fun, really sweet, but you get the hot oh, yeah. moments. So for me, yeah, they're not the most, you know, they're not the billionaire, beautiful no. guys, but there's something really beautiful about it and fun. And it's nice to see books that are not set in the big cities yes. and in the major, you know, assumed. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people gravitate towards larger cities yes. and cosmopolitan areas because it's deemed a little bit more inclusive or yes. in some cases people easier to hide. Yes, that's true. A lot of the ones I actually do read are more small town. Yeah, which is great because you go, as you said before, this is how it should be. Yeah like the acceptance mm. and just it shouldn't even be an issue at all no. so that's why I've enjoyed reading both of these authors works because you just go yeah it is what it is and I still love seeing two guys together yes it is this beauty of the emotions mm-hmm. but the hotness factor spice is great in them spice is great extremely passionate yes and you just go I want some more <laughs> Well, my final one is by Cora Rose and it's called Wit. And it follows two characters, what definitely Grumpy Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this is one's gay, one was absolutely straight. Mm-hmm. And he just meets Wit, the grumpy character, and he's just all for him. He gets sick quite quickly in the book like has this massive flu that just has him out for days like oh. incoherent out Wit looks after him and this main character like has to be like on top of him like he oh. he seeks comfort from Wit like he's just this big Labrador oh. and he doesn't really question it he's like I just know that I want to be on him around him oh. all the time he doesn't like to be away from him like that's his person now and it was Aww. very quick and Wit's the one that's sort of pushing away to like the whole time. It's small town. Again, there's no issues. Like when mm-hmm. the main character does come out and he's a bit, yep, this is my person. Everyone's like, okay, like that's fine. It's just, I loved it. I love it so much. He's the main guy is like this country boy, like mm-hmm. gets on the, the bikes and the big cars and they're racing them around Wit's more refined and likes to clean the room and he wants to read and he's <laughs> yeah. got a Kindle and I just love the dynamic. Yeah. That real, you know, quiet, subdued, gruff sort of character and then the floppy, just Labrador character together and then you make it MM. There's just something about it. Because, yeah, that is that, that kind of that grumpy sunshine, which yes. I find can be a little bit grating yeah. sometimes. But when you see it in the MM world, it actually really it's kind just of just takes perfect. it to another level. And their, their love is just so beautiful. And I think that I just loved how they're just so patient with each other. And, yes, they go through moments and things happen. 
but it is one of the easier reads. Yeah. Because it is very lighthearted and mm-hmm. fluffy, but it was just pure perfection. Oh, I love that. Because that's the, the other ones I was just speaking of. They are a bit light and fluffy. Yes. But there's nothing wrong with that. No, I, not at all. I think it's sometimes, and we talk about a lot, you know, the palate cleanse, but I think it's sometimes good to always come back to, and I don't know about you, I always go, is this romance for me? Yes. Is it the love story? Yes, I like the spice. Give me more. Oh, the love stories? Yeah. Oh, they touch you. Like, it's... They seem to be more intense, don't you think? Definitely. And Cora Rose actually, I think, has tons Mm -hmm. in in the series. There's, like, probably about, I think, six at least in this series. That's the first one, I believe. Yeah. And then there's a few more which were equally... The ones I have read anyway were equally as great. And that's what I like about these authors. Some of the authors that we've chosen, there are quite a few. Like yes. Lauren Blakely's got quite a few MM books yes. now because she's realised that people want them. Yes, definitely. There, so many people want them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, May Archer and Lucy Lennox, a lot of books, different series. Um, yeah, so once again, like not enough time to read. No, I know. I hear about people saying, I've read 600 books this year. I'm going... I wish I could read 600 books. I'm like, what a swap. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I just don't have that time at the moment. I don't have it. No, but we will. But I also did say to myself this year, I think you can get really stuck in the, I need to be reading more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you see people like, I read 300 books. And I'm like, that's amazing. And last year I did read, I think around like 280. Like it was Mm -hmm. a lot of books. And I just thought, you know, I'm not wanting to beat that. I'm also, I'm almost wanting to half it. Like yeah. I'm not going to go out of my way to have, you know, loads and loads of books because I want to experience life a little as well. Whereas well, I felt like yes. I got caught up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Cause I do go, if you're reading that many, how much else are you doing? Yeah. So I'm, I was like, no, I've got to do half and half this year. Good. That's yes, nice I balance. thought so too. I mean, it might not happen, but at least my intentions were there. No, I think you'll be able to do it all. <laughs> Your final book? Well, my final book is None Other Than Saint by Sierra Simone. Now, I've read Priest. Yeah. But I haven't read this one. No. So um, the main character in this one, Aiden, is actually the brother, the youngest brother of Father Bell. Yeah. Tyler. And, yeah, so we're this book we're seeing Aiden and Elijah. Yeah. Now... In Sinner, which is the second book with Sean and Zenny, um, Sean is the oldest brother, so Tyler was the middle, Aiden's the younger, goes, um, connects with Zenny. Zenny is the younger sister of Elijah. Right. And they're best friends. Right. So Sean and Elijah are best friends. Yeah. And Sean actually walks in on Aiden and Elijah. In Sinner. So you kind of go, oh, okay, this is a bit of all right. Yeah. And with these guys, it's kind of assumed that they're happy. Aiden is very different from his brothers. He it turns out he is very happy-go-lucky, laid back Larry, but super duper successful businessman. Okay. Pretty much billionaire. Yeah, wow. Um, got everything handled. Elijah is a journalist and they have this really just great relationship until something goes wrong. Okay. And Aiden walks out, says, I'm done, I'm leaving. Oh, wow. I'm giving you my house. 
I'm basically walking away from life. And was it something that happened in the relationship? No. Okay, just a lie. Okay. It was just like, and we're done. Yeah, wow. Yeah, there were, it was very, very sudden, very overwhelming, yeah. very hard for Elijah to understand what even happened. Yeah, okay. Even years later. So um, Aiden joins a monastery. So he becomes a monk. So you've got, on one hand, Tyler, who is a priest. Yeah. And who kind of basically had to walk away from that for Polly, um, yeah. Poppy, not Polly, Poppy. And um, then you've got Sean, who doesn't really believe in it. Yeah. But Zenny, his wife now, was in training to become a nun. Yeah, wow. And they're still very strong in the Catholic faith. They are raising their children as Catholics. They've yeah. They've got quite a few now. Um, and then... Yeah, Aiden becomes a monk. Does he become a monk because he like the whole thing just screwed with him so much? He's like, I need to go and find a faith in something. Yes. Okay. So whatever little, I guess, schism he had, he's going. I need more. Yeah. But I also need less, less of mainstream life. Yeah. And all the and all that comes with it. Yeah. All the material stuff. So everything that defined him as a person and as as a successful man. He went, I can't deal with anymore. So that's why he gave away his house to Elijah. Now, he loved Elijah very much. Yeah. But he just went, I'm not the right thing for him. Right. I'm not the right person. So he thought he was doing the right thing. So he goes through this journey and, um, you know, they brew beer. Oh. These monks do. do. Yeah. So um, this side of the story as well was really quite fascinating. Not that I want to go and brew, brew some beer, but just the... To know. These guys pray... They work. Yeah. They praise them all. Like, it's a very austere life, but there's life with purpose. And I'm going, if you've been through that kind of major, I guess, meltdown on your life, you would find a lot of comfort and purpose in this kind of lifestyle. Yeah. So it was really compelling in that way for me. It kind of got me in. But what kind of got me in even more was Elijah needs answers. Yeah. He's now engaged to another guy and he's going... I need to know why okay. you broke up with me. But he's also doing a story on monasteries yeah, and okay. brewing beer and things like that. Now, Aidan, or Brother Patrick, as he's now known too, he is basically at the point in his life where he needs to choose a monastery for himself. Yeah. And that could be anywhere in the world. And so he's now on a quest to go out and um, find who, what what his purpose is and where he actually belongs because he doesn't believe it's back in society. So um, long story short, Elijah goes on the journey with him. They end up in the south of France as well, in lavender fields. And And they're friends at this point, like amicable exes? They're amicable exes and it's very uncomfortable. Right. Put it this way, Aidan or Brother Patrick is having to wear a cock cage what yeah because like you know chastity and but so as in hang on yeah and i have a few questions yeah okay so first of all how does he feel about elijah yeah being engaged he's happy for him but for himself he's he acknowledges the hurt yeah okay oh but he goes this is a man that deserves to be loved so of course and who his fiance is is the perfect guy, yeah, very okay. loving and very affectionate and yeah. just ideal for Elijah. Yeah. But he can sort of just go, but you're mine. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't 
want him back, if you know what I mean, yeah, because okay. he realises that they're now worlds apart. Yeah. Now, um, Aiden has also physically been transformed. So he's now a man, instead of just this hot gym, you know, yeah. he was, you know, very attractive, he's now honed by physical labour. Okay. So he's almost like a that big lumberjack. Yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. the beard now as well. So he's physically transformed, not only um, emotionally and spiritually transformed. Yeah. So Elijah's going... Oh, Ooh. yeah, I'm very attracted to you. Yes. Now, bringing it back to the cage, mm-hmm. is the cage something that's used all the time or this is the cage? He has to use the cage around Elijah specifically. No, it can be used as a method of... Like stopping things yeah. happening. Yes. Because I guess that's a natural yeah. part of life. Okay. Now, a lot of couples, well, not a lot, some couples use this as a you know, part of a kink. Okay. And I'm going, you know, even male, female couples. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, I didn't know this. I was a bit naive. So, of course, Hayley starts Googling it. <laughs> <laughs> Telstra looking at your, like, records, like, um. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was a it was interesting. I bet it was. Yeah, and I'm going, oh, that, that's got to hurt. Look, it can't be nice. Yeah, like he's got a metal cage. Yeah. I, can't, the, I don't know. I haven't looked it up. I probably will after this. Yeah, you will. I, I can guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, back in the day when they're in a relationship, it, it is, becomes revealed that um, Elijah used to lock him up and he would have the key. Oh, so it was he, their thing. Yeah, so he would lock Aiden up. And Elijah would have the key. And now Aiden's doing it to himself to oh. sort of curtail the, the urges, I guess you yes. could say. Yes, okay. And then as they travel and he gets rid of the metal one and uses the plastic one and all the rest of it, it's quite quite intriguing, really. Um, who knew? But it's kind of this free-spirited, free-loving guy yeah. is now bound. Yeah. And he definitely believes in the need for it, but... It doesn't suit his soul. Yeah, you can go, this is really... Yeah, like yeah. you're caging yourself in. Yeah. Mm. And they do, they, you can tell they just care for one another deeply and, yeah, they have some hot and heavy moments around the way. Now... While the fiancé's at home? They do break up. Okay. Because they can't, it's just not working. Yeah. And the fiancé actually knows, like, okay, this was his ex. Yeah. And he sees them together and goes, mm, yeah, you're not leaving this. me, aren't you? Because this is not going to happen. Yeah. And, and this spans over quite a period of time as well. And then um, as they're travelling along, Elijah's going, I really do genuinely love him still. Oh. And they're enjoying each other's company. Yeah. And it's just really beautiful. Now, Sierra Simone writes an amazing amount of spice. I yes. love her spice. Very spicy. Now, this book is not as spicy as some of her others. Okay. I will say, because I was expecting that. Yeah. Yeah, like, guys, they're going to be hot. Yeah, it wasn't as spicy. Okay. However, there was enough. And um, the love between these two characters kind of just trumped everything anyway. Oh, I love that. It sort of superseded the physical. Yes. And as I've mentioned before, (sighs) there's another one of my book boyfriends in this one. Which oh, is yes. Father Jordan. Who doesn't have a book. Doesn't have a book. And I, and fa- forgive me, Father. God, I hope he gets a book because he's in this and he has a very pivotal, and I won't ruin it, very pivotal part of the story. And um, you get a happily ever after, I will say this. Yeah. Um, and I cried at the end. Um. I Just that feeling of 
that these two... Like the relief that they... Yeah, but also they were meant to be together. Yeah. And to get them at the very end. Oh. And you see how happy and the impact it has on their families. Yeah. Because both of their families are connected and just... Out, but they had to go through all these I was going to say, it sounds like you work hard for it, though. You do, but at the same time, it's like this journey with them. And this, you know, it's an interesting sort of... I know it will be triggering for some people because some people really don't like this whole religious aspect. Yeah. And I agree with you, and I can acknowledge that in people, and I know why this would repel them. Yeah. But I found it quite interesting in a lot of ways. Yeah. And... It made me look up monasteries. Oh, wow. Not that I want to brew beer and that, but I'm going, I wanted to understand that yeah. kind of life. Yeah. And who would be attracted to that kind of life. Yeah. So it was very interesting. Definitely worth a read. Um, but I would read the other books in the series before yeah. it, just so that you get that foundation of the characters. And, um, yeah, so I really liked it so very much. I mean, yeah, look, NM is definitely something I'm obsessed with at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as soon as the ones that I'm wanting to read, Mafia Target, yes. The God of Fury, I'm sure there'll be plenty more. Like, we'll be doing another episode like this. Absolutely. And one thing I want to, I guess, acknowledge too, the ones that I have read are all written by female authors. Yes. I really haven't read any by male authors. We're going to have to change that. And that's one thing I am actually... Yes keen to change because I want to see if there is a difference. Yeah, definitely. Are these characters so perfect because they're women writing the perfect man? man. Yeah, I see what you're Two saying. perfect men. So that's where I'm going, mm. no, I love MMF. We all know that. <laughs> but I love MM as well, just as much. Yeah. But I do, I am going, okay, so because are they, is it a thing? Because yeah. they're female authors. I mean, we're going to have to check it and find out. So if I have to read more MM, oh, poor well, me. Poor me. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. So maybe that's a little thing that we look into. And yeah, go, definitely. Is there a difference? Do you even notice a difference? And yeah. To be fair, I will probably look this up tomorrow, like tonight and be like, okay, well, that's my homework. Yeah. Because it kind of just made me stop and go, uh, am I enjoying this so much because mm-hmm. they've written four women reading about two men? That is a good point. I don't mm-hmm. know. And neither do I. And that's why I'm just sitting there going, am I thinking too deeply about it? I just love it. What, why can't you just be okay with loving it? Why do I have to look deeper? But at the same time, I want to know. Well, I don't, I don't think this is a bad thing. I think that it just means that we have to read more MM books and <laughs> reading more MM books is fine with me. That's, are you okay with me too? Oh, cheers to the MM books. Oh, love it. Cheers. <laughs>